You're listening to Effortless Parenting with Monica LaPerinassar, your ultimate lifeline to simplifying your parenting so that you can live effortless. Now, I know you're thinking it may not be possible, but I'm going to show you how in each and every episode because you will walk away with actionable implementation to really unlock that mystery behind making your everyday life as a parent feel lighter, more intuitive, and less all-consuming. So if you're ready to ditch that overwhelm, the guesswork, and the stress that comes with parenting the next generation, then you've come to the right place because this podcast is going to share everything that you need to know about how to live effortlessly as a parent right from the start. Hey there, mamas. Welcome to another episode, episode 38 of the Effortless Parenting Podcast. As your host, I am always so excited to have these weekly conversations. I actually personally use them to kind of check in with myself. So hopefully you are um, finding so much value in carving out 30 minutes every single week to really just think deeper about how you are going about your days, how are you uh, perhaps leveraging the power of motherhood to better support you in any goal that you have, whether that's health-related, whether that's your personal fulfillment or career, business, or if it's just really purely down to happiness. I think so often we don't really even focus on happiness when it comes to motherhood. We end up shifting our attention towards the struggle, towards the survival aspects of parenting and not really looking at the opportunity to use it to, in essence, tap into our happiness. I know, what a concept, right? Well, today, today's episode is actually inspired by my oldest son, who is recently eight years old, and it was such a full circle moment to have him, now that he's eight, let's, let's kind of take a step back in case you are new to me and you have not heard this very important fact about how our brains are developed and specifically how, you know, how our default setting is, is uh, constructed, right? So let's just uh, take a couple steps back in case you don't already know that the first seven years of your life, right? Every single human being's first seven years of life really are critical. Now, I don't want you mamas, if you have an eight-year-old or someone older outside of that window of time, not all is lost. But I want to emphasize this particular moment in time because it is when we are in essence programming, for lack of a better term, our children's subconscious mind. You probably have heard this, the unconscious mind, the reptilian part of your brain, the brain that kind of goes into this autopilot mode. And that setting is really programmed in our early years of life, right? So the words that we heard growing up, the language that was used, the reactions we experienced, um, the modeling of the adults around us and our environments really do inform how we view the world, how we see the world, the types of beliefs that we prioritize. All of that kind of default programming is really informed in our early years of life. And that's just a neurological fact because 
after the age of seven is when the second brain, if you will, starts to form where we start to really become more analytical. We create sort of that filter that allows us to not take everything at face value, which is in essence what happens in our early years of life. We don't actually know good or bad, right or wrong. We just absorb right? That's why we become sponges, right? That's why they say your children is your mirror because they are in essence like literally projecting what you reflect onto them. So rewind to how this matters and why this is so important is because this whole entire podcast and honestly, the whole entire movement of really creating a thriving next generation starts with you, mama, right? It starts with the adults in a child's life early on in life, to really help to model what a you know thriving, happy, fulfilled, at peace human looks like, right? And so, so often, a lot of us may have experienced a mom or a parent or a loved one who was stressed out all the time, perhaps maybe complaining about money, uh, perhaps feeding into sort of that victimhood mentality, all the things, right? Many limiting beliefs or fears that you may have or um, believe that are part of you, right? that somehow this is who you are. They become part of your identity. All of those, um, all of that framework is developed in our early years of life. So now you can see the big picture, mama, right? That if we just simply, you mama, focus on you, (laughs) focus on your self-development, on your personal growth, on healing, perhaps things that you didn't realize were there and sort of doing this inner work, which a lot of you Um, do, which is why you listen to this podcast is because we're putting, we're piecing that puzzle together of it's not this separate thing, right? It's not this separate path of like enlightenment and expansion and consciousness as an individual, but how it really does help to inform how we inspire and we influence the next generation, which is our kiddos, right? And really being intentional with that. So with all of that said, my eight-year-old, back to that, uh, inspired this episode because this episode is about staying out of your comfort zone and really embracing the challenge zone, okay? So the challenge zone is something, it's a term that is used in the specific um, learning environment that I have my kiddos in. Uh, it's one of the reasons I moved my entire family pretty quickly from San Diego to Texas to really um, pursue a learning environment that really fosters and nurtures critical thinking and all of that. So if you have any like specific questions about um, the school and and kind of the the program, it's a global um, organization and they have, you know, schools all over the world. And I'm happy to share that information. I'm not going to make it about that in this podcast, but you know where to reach me. I am always available to you in the DMs at Effortless Parenting Expert inside of Instagram. That is my primary channel. That is really where I stay active. I try to loop you in on my behind the scenes and most recently, obviously having had now a full-time role while also building this movement with you, Mama, is, is definitely taken a little bit of a toll on how active I am, but I still am active on that channel, providing resources and tools, and it helps when you reach out to me in the DMs so I know what's on your mind, what specifically you need, and um, that helps to inform the type of posts and contents that I share on that channel. So I encourage you to not only follow me there, but also send me a message, let me know, and I'm happy to share more info on the school. Okay, so the challenge zone. 
this was such a shocking moment. And honestly, like I had a smile from ear to ear. I was like grinning so happily, even though I was in a quote unquote uncomfortable situation at the time, um, that it was worth it. It was worth us being here, making the sacrifices to, um, find a community and a learning environment that really does support our higher values of allowing our children to really think for themselves and to leverage that their inner voice and their inner guidance. So I'll take you back to the scenario where I was doing something backing out of a a really difficult spot or something in the car. My husband was with me and he was taking, he wanted to put his hands on the wheel to kind of guide me. And I said, you know what? I prefer you not to do that. It makes me uncomfortable. Um, it's out of my comfort zone or something like that. And sure enough, eight-year-old is listening in the back seat and said, hey, mama, don't you know that you don't grow in your comfort zone? You have to aim to stay in your challenge zone. <laughs> and literally, I just looked at my husband and I couldn't believe it. I was so proud. It was probably one of my I will never forget that moment, honestly. It was very – I'm even getting somewhat emotional about it because – it's so worth it. If I know it's not the easy path to, you know, do parenting differently perhaps than what you've experienced or to try different techniques with your kiddos. If, if you are attempting different parenting strategies or philosophies that maybe counter your upbringing or the people around you and people kind of look at you crazy for thinking like, what, um, how can you do that? How can you trust your child? Well, it's like, it's, there's a lot, that's a loaded question, but I won't go there. So I really just had that cathartic full circle moment, my child encouraging me, coaching me to embrace the challenge zone. And so this episode, we're going to talk about that. You know, what does that look like for you? And actually I had a poll in my Instagram stories talking about that, asking you, do you embrace your challenge zone? Do you actually seek it or do you find yourself? always defaulting to staying in your comfort zone. And again, this could happen unconsciously, meaning it could be part of your default setting, right? And arguably that's the case because I go back to the analogy of our brains being a computer or program, you know, one, your brain has been doing something, you know, day in and day out, perhaps staying in your comfort zone in this example. Well, it only knows that to be kind of the safe the safe program, right? This is the blueprint. This is what I know to be true. And so we're going to keep this individual on this path. And anytime that you start to deviate from that program, and I have other episodes talking about neurology. So if this is fascinating for you, as it is for me, even though I was not into science, I'm really fascinated by biology and specifically the brain. Um, You know, that's why it physically feels hard to even pursue your challenge zone to get out of your comfort zone because your brain senses that as danger. And so what it does, it gives you feedback and it wants to course correct you into predictability. It's very logical when you break it down this way, right? It's like, it knows this to be the formula. (laughs) This is what she does day in and day out. And if you start to change, right, this can happen even if you're introducing like a new diet or Uh, Maybe you're pursuing a new workout routine or you're wanting to wake up early to create more mindfulness, whatever it is that you're engaging in, whatever change, your brain perceives that as a threat, right? And that's why you call it the challenge zone because by embracing the challenge zone, you know that already you are rewriting 
that default setting. You're rewriting that program of predictable outcomes, right? So if you aren't perhaps satisfied or happy with how your life is going right now, which chances are most of us aren't because there's a lot of programming keeping us stuck or that perception of stuck and keeping us in overwhelm because we can't see past out of our comfort zone and really start to see the challenge zone as that the aim, as the goal, as the target for how we create different results in our life, how we create change, not only on a short-term level, which we all can attain, it's how do we sustain long-term? How do we actually change from like the core level, right? And so it's by recognizing that when you feel uncomfortable, when you feel fearful, anxious, unsure, unsettled, however you define it, that's a moment for you to take a pause and say, hmm, am I feeling this way because it's, it's you know, pushing me into that challenge zone? And I really want you to sit with that. Anytime that you feel hesitation, anytime that you start to perhaps talk yourself out of a, a decision or an opportunity and just say, well, it's just not the right time. You know, I'll wait when so-and-so is in this grade, or I'll wait for this specific milestone in your parenting or, you know, whatever number of reasons that come up logically, right? You, you can substantiate anything really. The brain is that powerful. It is so such a powerful tool when you really understand how it works and it will convince you very well on how, or why something that is being seen as a challenge is not good for you, right? Because the brain wants to keep you safe. That is what its job. Its job is to keep you safe and predictable. And that's what it likes. That's what it knows. And why? Not because it hates you, not because it's like <laughs> your enemy in any way, shape or form, but rather this is how the brain conserves energy. I'm infusing a lot of neurology in this conversation because if you are like me, um, it was really helpful to understand like the anatomy part of why things happen, right? I was really fascinated. It's like no matter how many books or courses or programs or coaches or mentors and like all the things like, like information overload is a thing, right? There's, we have access to all sorts of knowledge and we all have access to, for the most part, have access to it. Yet, not all of us are millionaires, billionaires, not all of us are perhaps in the shape that we want to be in, um, having the home that we want to have, like all those things, like all these like, you know, external um, results. We all don't have it, even though we all have access to the same knowledge base, right? So if you ask yourself, hmm, why is that? And it's not because there's something wrong with you or that you're broken or that you lack willpower or discipline. It's because you don't recognize that the brain is a very powerful tool. And when you understand the language of the brain and you understand how to access it, and I've had other episodes where we talk a lot about how we can reprogram our mind, how we can reprogram our brain, our default setting to have different outcomes in our life, right? So back to the challenge zone. So it's normal for you to feel hesitation. It's normal for you to talk yourself out of doing something new because it's the brain senses that as a threat. But now you know in having this conversation, Mama, I hope you're starting to piece this together, that it doesn't have to be that way. And by embracing our challenge zone, that is in essence how we move forward. 
that is how we end up redefining what being a mama feels like, looks like, right? What it means to be a parent and how it could actually be a catalyst to exponential growth and expansion on a personal and professional level. You know, for me specifically, being a mom allowed me to actually have a relationship with myself, to get to know myself at a deeper level, to truly understand what it means to love myself unconditionally. And yes, I had heard terms of self-love, but I heard it in terms of like confidence or self-esteem. And my analytical like, you know, uh, brain justify that like, oh yeah, I'm totally confident and secure and all those things. But uh, that was just a story that served me well to a certain degree. But as you know, motherhood and being a parent is a very humbling process. I say that every time. My kids are my humbling agents and they remind me and they coach me and they keep me accountable in my progress to become a better human. And that's what in essence parenting can be for you, mama, is it can be the doorway to fully embracing the challenge zone, to seeking opportunities to push yourself, to change your typical reactions or predictable um, results of your life, they can change simply by embracing and looking at the challenge zone as the only way through to getting all that you want in your life. And for me, motherhood allowed me that opportunity to heal, to heal with my own personal relationship with myself. The fact that I didn't like being alone. I didn't like being alone with my thoughts. I was overly stimulating myself so that I wouldn't have to face my own self. Isn't that terrible to think about? I remember having pockets early in my motherhood of like, oh, you have a, an hour free. And I'd be like, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know what I want to do. Um, I spent a lot of time alone in my early years of motherhood because I didn't know, I didn't have friends. I moved to a different area, you know, especially if you're going through motherhood for the first time during all of these interesting times in the on the planet with all the restrictions and things, I, it can feel very isolating. I think that's a huge um, theme in motherhood and possibly something I should dive deeper into the isolation that comes with parenting, um, but how we can use that to kind of hit the reset button with really being intentional on the influences in our life, the people that we spend time with and how, um, how that can really make or break who you become, right? Because we end up becoming that average of the five influences or people that we surround ourselves, right? And so knowing how powerful our environment is to informing the person that we become, you can see how that is a direct correlation to how parenting and how you show up, mama, in situations when you are challenged. And let's face it, the challenge zone is kind of a default setting in parenting, right? <laughs> Tantrums in the middle of a, of a restaurant, how do you deal with that? That's a challenge zone. That's a challenge zone for me, for sure. The whining, the arguing between siblings and having to mediate between two different personalities in a house. <laughs> That's one. Um, you know, there's so many opportunities to um, really train yourself to embrace the challenge zone so that you can grow 
so that you can really see different outcomes in your life. And that's really an important premise underneath the surface of this conversation of embracing your challenge zone is, you know, if you continue to do what you're doing right now, you will have the same results. So it's not until you change the person doing all of these things that you will see different results. I think all of us want that magic one, two, three step process to solving all of our problems. And that's because culturally we've been kind of programmed to believe that the answers lie outside of us and not within us. And that is, you know, so important to come back to full circle and realize that you don't need anything on the outside to make you feel whole, complete and worthy, right? And deserving. It's really all been within you. It's just, you've learned to tune it out. You have habituated tuning out your intuition, tuning out that inner voice, that inner guidance, you know, kind of being a victim to your default setting of predictability in your comfort zone. It's easier to just stay in your comfort zone. It's easier to just go the path that we know to be true. We know what to expect on the other side. It's challenging to do new things because we don't know what it's going to, where it's going to take us. But just think of a time when you did something, I'll give you a perfect example. Everyone listening to this podcast, we've all done something. We didn't know what to expect. And that's having a child. It's probably one of the hardest things that a human in the human experience, right? To not only give birth, bring life into this world, or if you, you know, adopted, what, however you became a parent, you know, that responsibility, that role that you play in life, that is the most unpredictable challenge zone driven, um, you know, uh, opportunity for you to see what fits and what doesn't fit because your entire life is very unpredictable, but you did it anyway, right? You opted into this role for a reason. And so you are capable of extraordinary things. You are capable of quote unquote, impossible results, outcomes, life, right? So often we default to this or that. I can only have this, but I can't have that. Replace the or with and, because the only person that's choosing that is you, right? So mamas, today's takeaway for the week is talking about your challenge zone. What ways can you start to embrace that for you? What ways can you do? It could be small. It doesn't have to be this grandiose gesture of massive change. Like I'm going to radically change myself, go from zero to hero. Again, have other episodes on how that just neurologically is working against you. This is about making small little micro changes that challenge you, but continue to challenge you throughout your life, right? Throughout your daily life. So maybe it's just waking up half an hour earlier so that you can do something that's purely for you or work out or meditate or whatever it is, right? Maybe it's, um, I don't know, making more home cooked meals. Maybe your challenge zone is the kitchen. <laughs> I know for me, the kitchen was definitely a challenge zone. 
And I got to say, I have conquered that challenge zone. I, I embrace the kitchen, maybe not as much as I did in my early years of motherhood, but I definitely do see the value in really being intentional with what shows up on our plate. And again, have plenty of episodes on wellness too, and also on Instagram for you to um, dive deeper into some of those subjects. But it's really, really important to start to seek that and start to look at it um, instead of it being scary. What if you replace that with like an exhilarating opportunity, right? Because exhilaration and, you know, anxiousness is really the same physical state, right? You feel like that butterflies, you feel that heart peening, you know, beating um, a little bit quicker. But the only thing that changes is how your mind interprets those physical, like that physical feedback, right? So if you just change the interpretation from being anxious or scary to being exhilarating and exciting, because you can't wait what's on the other side. I mean, that's a huge change in how you interpret the circumstances and the life that life events and, and things that come up in parenting. It's how we frame them. It's how we look at them and the meanings that we give it. We have all heard failure is not failure. It's feedback. So how can you look at some of those emotional states that cause you to stay in your comfort zone as feedback, as feedback to say, hmm, if I'm feeling scared about this particular decision, let's dive deeper into that. Let's get curious about what is really causing that. And I bet you, you will find the answers when you start to look within, when you start to generate that awareness and the simple tool of seeking your challenge zone will allow you to start to uncover, become your own detective in getting to know yourself better and really asking those deeper questions to finally achieving the results, the life that you've always wanted, but just really felt was impossible, especially in the first decade of parenting, probably. <laughs> um, you definitely don't feel like there's a way out. And I'm here to tell you there is, there is so many ways to look at your current life and circumstances as the ultimate catalyst to living your best life. Not only I am testament to that, but countless mamas are, are with you, are cheering you on, are here supporting you. And that's the role of this podcast. So with that, I hope that you share this episode with your mama bestie, with someone that will help you stay accountable to perhaps encouraging you to stay in your challenge zone. And if you want to be even so bold as to tag me in one of your IG stories, tell me about this episode, you know, share it on your socials and let me know what, what are you working on? What is your challenge zone? How can we all support you in you actually achieving and conquering that challenge for good? Okay, as always, mamas, take care of you first, always, because that is how we collectively transform the next generation. And I will catch you over on another episode or over on Instagram at Effortless Parenting Expert. Take care.